0: Welcome to the Peak Community Church podcast where weekly messages are available for your hearing. So during this fast we've been um kind of putting ourselves in in in, in a place of of starting the year off by putting first things first. Right? And so that message that first message was all about Um, spiritual disciplines and, you know, um, seeking God first in the morning in our first hour. You know, so many of us, you know, we're, 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 we're so caught up in what the day is going to bring and we turn the news on or we grab our phones and, you know, put Facebook on and see who liked our posts from the day before and, you know, who's on Instagram and, you know, what comments and likes and this and that. And so many distractions vying for our attentions. And so sometimes we have to just kind of come to a place of shutting some of that stuff off silencing it out and getting and putting god first lord father thank you for the promise of a new day thank you lord god so many people went to sleep last night and didn't wake up this morning and yet there's breath in my chest there's strength in my back there's 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 a sound mind in my head that wasn't always the case and i thank you god and and lord father have your have your will let your will be done, Lord. Orchestrate my steps and and just put a protection over me, Lord God. Set up divine appointments, anyone that I can minister to. Keep me, Lord God, in the paths of righteousness that I can stand against uh, the attacks of the adversary and, and, and truly be a representation and a living epistle that can be read by men. Seeking God first in the morning and and washing worshiping god the first of the week as the, as as the early church did it was the first day of the week that they gathered together they made the collections for the saints and so you know the 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 affluent saints in Greece remember they they made that collection and Paul said man make you know what make sure you have that ready even before i get there you know, because I don't want to create an offense. And we as a church, we don't want to create an, as a, a, an offense. You, you came here and today was your first time. You come in as a guest, but when you leave here, you leave as family. And if you're worshiping with us and you're from another church, I'm the first one. Your tithe belongs to that church. It belongs to that church, the storehouse where you're being fed. That's your covering. And if you come here and, 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 and you come through, you know, your, your, maybe a, a weekly uh, a Bible study, a prayer group, uh, a, a small group meeting on a Monday night, and, and you see the work and how God is using the peak within the community to reach, and you're saying, man, you know what? There, there's good fruit coming out of that church. You know, I want to sow a seed. Then it's a seed that's being sown and so and so we pray over that and and the multiplication isn't we're not we're not praying for the multiplication to be from the box in we're praying for the multiplication from your hand to your pocketbook because the ninety percent or or the 95 percent whatever it is that that you're left with and, and and we're praying that God would multiply that and meet every single need because god's kingdom his kingdomomics is not is not this. It's not our no- economics. You know, we've got economics. He's got kingdom He makes more happen with a dollar than we can make with a hundred dollars. And that's facts. We worship God with our finances and our tithes. And, and so, you know, it's an act of worship. You know, I tell people, if you don't understand it, and, and you know, it, it's not something that, you know, then then... God, God loves a cheerful giver, not one that's reluctant. And if you have any type of, you know, uh, uh, hidden reservations or what have you, then I'd be the first one. You know what? Keep it in your pocket. Just wait and watch and listen and see what God is doing. And don't take it from the preacher, man. Take it from the people that's within the bodies that have applied these spiritual principles and, and let their testimony speak into your life. And until that happens, then just chill, man. And 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 you know what? Uh, this is a judgment-free zone. It's like Planet Fitness. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Amen. And so then we worship God through our fasting and our prayers. Um, and so we're fa- we're fasting and praying. You know, the fasting becomes the 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 giving up of a of a physical meal. Uh, and replacing that physical meal with a spiritual meal. That means that, you know, during your lunch period at work, rather than going into the dining room and, and, and that sort of stuff. Give up that meal and give up that time and give it unto God. And, and open up your devotional and open up your Bible and, and seek God for that moment. Because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And God feeds the spirit man nourishes the spirit man and it's through his word it is through prayer and all of a sudden you'll see that in fasting and denying physical food and 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 physical wants and desires and temptations and and you telling your belly no and you're telling it then and your spirit man says yes to the word of god guess who gets guess who gets stronger and guess who gets weaker the body gets weaker, and that's, that's a byproduct of it, but the spirit man gets stronger. And then you are in charge. Your spirit man is in charge. And then all of a sudden, you begin to pray, and you begin to ask God and make your supplications known through prayer, and then you see manifestations of your prayer take place in the physical realm. Then, then there is power in your prayer. Those things that were held up, you, you thought that you, you, know, you were hitting a ceiling. You can't hit a ceiling. You can't hit a ceiling. You break through the heavenlies and, and the gates of heaven open up when we, when we honor God. And, and we honor Him through prayer and fasting. You remember the disciples? I mean, this isn't part of the message, but I just feel like it's an important. Like, like they went out and, and they tried to cast out demons. And as they tried to cast out demons, they, they couldn't cast out the demons. And so Jesus came up on the scene and said, "Oh, ye nation of ye of such little faith." And so God Jesus then ca- commanded those demons to be out and come out, and 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 the demons were come out. Deliverance came forth. Those chains were broken and this, the disciples grabbed them a hold on the side and said, "Jesus, rabbi, master, why couldn't why couldn't we do this?" And he said, "Assuredly, I say unto you, this kind can only come out through prayer." and fasting. And so sometimes we, we say, you know, we're praying and, and we're not seeing things taking place or manifesting themselves or it's taking a long time. And what I would encourage you is through this moment in time, we're coming to the end of our fast. Tuesday is the day. Don't fold going for the gold. We're, we're right at the end of this. We've got another two more days. I say, you know what? Hang in there. Believe God for your breakthrough know that the, the things that you've been praying for, if they're in alignment with the Word of God, and you can come in agreement with, with, with two or more within the body of Christ, and you can touch and agree, one spirit, one mind, one accord, through prayer and fasting, God will meet your need. Hallelujah. And then last week, we, we had this awesome testimony... Of Lucas and this nine-year-old boy who was just in in this horrible car accident that was not supposed to make it, and miracle after miracle, and then the patterns—how awesome was that? Every every three days, it just there there were these mathematical patterns within this testimony that was absolutely incredible. And then to see Lucas running and playing and and doing his you know Fortnite stance. and yeah, all right, I won't get on my my calf, my calf, I just but I could do it. I could do it, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> I encourage you. Um, we we set up a new page on our website. Okay, this is brand spanking new, and and what we're doing is uh, Oscar and 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 his creative uh vision he um he set up a new page and and so what we're doing is we have a testimonial page now so if you go into our website one of the pages that you can click into um obviously podcasts and all of the messages that we've preached here on sunday mornings are available for your hearing pleasure um, it's also available on itunes and google play so if you just went into your uh, a podcast player on, on either Android or, or Apple device. You'll, you'll find it there. Or if you just went right into our website, uh, you'll, you'll see the link. And you can listen to all of the messages that have been preached in the past. Pull up the archives. And, um, but now we have a testimonial page that there you're going to be able to see some testimonies. Oh, was it up? No? Okay. Um, and and uh, we have the video so y'all, just, just so you know, Chris and Layla, yeah, yeah. do we need a disclosure from them? <laughs> just, <laughs> so so y'all testimonies on it um, in video, and what we're going to do is, the, it's going to be like a three-part. We're going to do, we're gonna do uh, um, uh, video testimonies, and so Oscar's going to put the media team and the creative uh, media team to, together to do um, <laughs> uh, to do videos. Uh, we're going to have some audio, which Lucas' testimony is on that, Linda's testimony, and for Lucas, it's on there as an audio file. And we're also going to have some written testimonies. So if you have a testimony that you'd like to share, um, uh, something that God has done, a a miracle, a breakthrough, a deliverance, um, feel free to shoot us an email. Uh, You can either send it to info at thepeakcc.com, or send it to directly to Oscar Worship at com. and uh, you know you can write up a quick uh, testimony and uh, send it to us. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll put it up on our testimony uh, page, and and then possibly maybe contact you in regards to getting a video of it, uh, with you actually uh, sharing it. Amen. All right. With all of this and everything that's taking place, watching the news and 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 just. You know being a crisis responder, uh, we just had a fire uh, last night um on the eight hundred block of south street uh wesley hall uh, apartment seven c went up in flames and uh so i got I got the call um some sometime about ten o'clock last night and, and you know i'm a first responder, so you know even with my lights on and everything, it took me forty minutes. <laughs> to get from AIPAC, um here into Peakskill, So by the time I got there, everyone was set up. And, you know, I'm like, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, but by uh, God's grace, there was no family's displacement. So we didn't have to call in the Red Cross. And I was able to follow up with a couple of people at the Presbyterian Hospital. And, um, you know, I, I hear testimonies. And I, I, I meet people sometimes in their hardest moments uh, of life as a crisis responder. And um, I, just, I, I just try to figure, you know, what's, what is the greatest ailment plaguing the human race? You know, what, what is it that we're up against? And, and that can change depending on the circles that you run in. Um, with all of the news that's going on, some people, some people would turn around and say, you know, the, the greatest ailment that we need to do and resolve is, is, is building a wall. And I'm like, Really? And they're like, yeah, because, you know, border security and, uh, you know, for a country and this is a person that may be, you know, very uh, uh, right winged and patriotic and, you know, uh, uh, you know, be for Trump and and who knows. Um, And they may think that, you know, this this might be the greatest ailment that's plaguing us right now. If you go on the other side, they may turn around and say it's the humanitarian need and crisis that we have on our southern border. And so, you know, you you could see this on two sides. And so, maybe if you're on on the left side, and you know, you you, you see the and there is a true need. And being a a, a a a a child of an immigrant who who came into this country and you know had to go through the process of visas and all of that sort of stuff, man, I I get it and I understand it. And that's a real ailment that's plaguing us as 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 a country um and depending it you know what news you decide to watch whether fox or cnn it could always be you know either or you know it could be impeaching four or five (laughs) and that's 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 something that's you know we we feel as a nation it's it's bringing forth such division such division and can i be honest with you family we can't We can't allow these divisions. We can't allow these ideologies and viewpoints to divide us as a body. The fact of the matter is that we are ambassadors to the kingdom of God. And before anything else, before we're Democrats or Republicans or uh, Independents, we are Christians. We're Christians. And we need to know that we can express ourselves by love. And we can agree to disagree on certain viewpoints and see them through different perspectives and different viewpoints. You can't judge somebody until you've walked a mile in their shoes. And that's why I say, I thank you, Jesus, that we have a Savior and a God that would have taken off the garments of divinity. To put on the garments of humanity and walk in our shoes. He was tempted in every way. And yet found with no sin. Come on. So we've got we've to know that before we represent, and, and I'm all for representing our flag. I went to military school. I, I, I know what it is to, to be patriotic, to love my country and the freedoms that we have. I've been to third world countries. I, I know the poverty. I know the needs. And, and the things that we've taken for granted here in this country. I love this country and what it provides and how it provides for my family. It breaks my heart to see that there's so much division. And normally when you see one extreme and then you see the other extreme, I've always come to know that, you know what? The truth is usually somewhere in the middle. Some people would think that, you know what's plaguing us? They have a bigger vision. It's not just what's happening here in this country. Maybe it's happening, it's things that are happening worldwide, globally. And so global warming happens to be a real concern. But as I see outside and it's like negative (laughs) 2. And I see that it's going to be like negative 20, degrees below zero on Tuesday. Are you serious? And I'm like, global warming? You're gonna try to pitch that to me right now? <laughs> but these are seasons. And so I do know that our ecosystem is 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 under under a lot of stress and strain. And and you see these uh polar ice caps melting away in the uh Antarctics and, and you see the water levels Rising, And I see what we are able to produce through carbon monoxide and through all of the hazardous uh, waste materials that we release into our airs. I mean, do we need to be good stewards of our, uh, of the uh, stewards of what God has given us? Absolutely. 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 And we have to do our part. Recycling and low emissions, and we try to, you know, uh, uh, turn the lights off when we're not using them, and and we play our part. But you know what? Ultimately, we also understand that the law of entropy takes place, and what has a beginning, what starts off as brand new, is automatically, immediately deteriorating. And it's and you know, you 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 buy a brand new BMW that. Brand spanking new car smell, but you park that thing, and in forty years, fifty years, it's a rust pit. Why? It's all deteriorating, and it's all falling away. And scientists would look at our universe and see that it is slowing down. It's slowing down. You know, you know, it's like a top, like a spring. When you wind it up, wind it up, wind it up, and then you let it go in its in its initial release. <laughs> It goes by real fast. But then after a while, it starts slowing down, slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. Until ultimately, it stops. And our universe is slowing down. But this isn't the gloom and doom. Huh? Come on, look unto unto the hills. Because what? Our redemption draws nigh. We understand that these things must come to pass. We understand that there is the beginning of birth pangs. That when we see the evil rising up, and we see fathers coming against sons, and sons against fathers, and we see hear about wars, and the rumors of wars, and when society begins to call evil things good, and good things evil, what is what does the Bible say? God is not going to be mocked. His word is full of prophetic utterances. In fact, that is his signature on that book. This is what separates the Bible from any other ancient writings of antiquities. It is prophecy. There is no other book like it in the history of the world. Over 40 authors, over 1,600 periods of time, from different um, eras and regions, all unraveling the same theme. That there are over 2,500 prophecies written within the Bible, and to know that over 2,000 of them have already been fulfilled. Come on! Is He not God? If He he declared these things that were not, telling you the end is the beginning and the beginning is the end, saying that there is another like me, for I am the great I am, the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end, calling those things that are not as if though they are, speaking creation into existence, telling you the rise and fall of kingdoms before they even happen, declaring to you that I will send a Messiah, an anointed one, a Lamb of God that would take away the sins of the world, and that He would be pierced on on His hands, that He would be bruised for our transgressions, that Uh, Lots would be cast for the garments on his back. Fulfilling prophecy. You know, I I just said that. Who, who, Who did I just talk about? Jesus. Everybody knows that. It was Jesus. And yet that was written by the prophet Isaiah 700 years before he was even born. Come on. And if God was faithful to bring all these 2,000 prophecies into fulfillment, will he not be faithful to complete the other 400, 500 that are left? And in fact, can I tell you, they're being fulfilled right before our eyes. If we look at Israel and Jerusalem, just back in 1942 through 47, uh, right around the, when the Dead Sea Scrolls were, were discovered in the in the caves of Qumran, when Israel became its own nation, the the seven day war, huh? Where where this little sliver of land was attacked by all of its adversaries all around? It's such great power, and six days later, victory. Was given unto them. And they became their own. And assuredly I say unto you. The generation shall not pass away. Before seeing the coming of the second. Hallelujah. Son of man. Hallelujah. We're living in the last days. We're feeling it. It's, 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 all, it's a check within our spirit. And if we as his children. Can come together and recognize that. And understand that. Come on. He's called us to be the saints. In these last days. Amen? We've got Brexit, ISIS, sustainable energy, all of these things that are plaguing us globally, straight out of Europe. <laughs> Is without EU, the European Union, and it's all about Brexit. And uh, that is a meme because you know what? We're a hip church. (laughs) We keep it lit at the peak. (laughs) Hashtag facts. Don't even say that. Don't even say that. And this one, I, I this one I found this meme funny because it was Chuck Norris and you know me coming up and being a martial artist. He was like kind of like one of my favorites. But he said, if I was the president, ISIS would be what was was. And I'm like, what? I don't even get it. Is is <laughs> was was? <laughs> don't worry, Rob. It took me it took me a minute to figure that meme out too. <laughs> You know you know what I what I really believe is, is 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 one of the things that is greatly plaguing us the most here. And this is what the Bible said would happen in the last days is that um, the increase of knowledge, the knowledge shall increase. And and so so I would say that, you know, we've become too smart for our own good. Amen. Once, we're 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 a generation of know it alls like what 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 is it what is it that what is it that we don't know our children what is it that they don't have access to with google and 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 uh um what's the other one uh mason and uh um alexa i mean she's just listening to everything in the house <laughs> she'd sometimes be answering back and be like what no i didn't why are you listening? <laughs> Who asked you anyway? Um, but, but, So I remember growing up as a kid. Um, there were certain there were certain uh, conversations that we could be privy to, and others that we couldn't. Right? We would have it just out of the blue, like uh, uh, my aunt or, or my mom would turn around and, and you know, hey, uh, go downstairs and go 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 tell your father um, that I need you know whatever it is, and you know just get us out of the room so that they can have adult conversations. And so we were we were sheltered. Right? Um there were certain things that you know we, we didn't we had no business knowing about, you know, that, that the mortgage couldn't get paid this month, that you know, so and so got pregnant, that you know, all of these adult issues we were shielded from that and protected. But all of a sudden now with the internet and, and technology, you youtube Anything that, that, that any of our youths would want to know. It's almost made access. And unless we put those filters in place for them, how can we protect their eyes and their ears and their minds from the influences that are out there? And sometimes, you know, we, we become the bad guy because we want to do that. But, you know, just because all of your friends are doing it doesn't mean that makes it right. In fact, I, I think that this is something that stems right out of the Garden of Eden. Genesis chapter 2, verse 9. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. Alright? The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so you think about it. That Look at all of the trees. This, this vast Garden of of trees and fruit and food that's available and there was just only one Because they, they they had access to the the, the tree of life Because they were create we were create family. We were created to be eternal The soul that's inside of you is created to be eternal It's not gonna die the flesh sheds off and it goes back to the maggots from dust to dust. But the soul was eternal. And, 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 and its resting place as to where it will go on the hereafter is based on the decisions we make here and now. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. That's including the tree of life. But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Huh? And let's understand that the, the fruit, that tree, had 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 good fruit on it. When, when she saw it, she wasn't attracted to the bad. She was attracted to the good. See, and, and the adversary, guess where he was? He was already in the garden. He was right there in there. Then the serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die. Come on. Really? Don't you know how much he loves you? Don't you know what you mean to him? I mean, really, he created you in his image and in his likeness. You're not going to surely die. For God knows in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. You'll have the full spectrum. What? Really? That, that, that I will be like God. Hmm. So, so, so when the woman, check this out, saw that the tree was good, right? It was good for food. I want to fill my belly. I want to fill my belly. It was good for food. And, and that it was pleasant to the eyes. Man, it looked good. How many people ever, you know, like looked into the dessert tray and, 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 and you see that, you know, you see that cheesecake with cherries on top and that then that bread pudding and that creme brulee? Ooh, I like me some creme brulee. But you know what? Nothing can be flan. I, I love me some flan. What was yours? Oh, come on. Well, it's the truth. Can I preach? I mean, can I? Hmm, I know we're fasting, but you know what? I want this to be real. <laughs> I, want, I want it to be real for you, man. Like, it's really. <laughs> Do we have any Greeks in the house? That baklava is. <laughs> what? Oh, now I'm preaching, right? now. She's like, nah, you went from preaching to meddling. That's no good. <laughs> that baklava is good. And man, it was pleasant to the eyes. And she saw that it was good for food. And check it out. That the tree was desirable to make one wise. Huh? Come on, who doesn't want wisdom? Right? We want to just be smarter and smarter and smarter. There's, there's, a, there's something within the human nature, this self-righteousness of, of, of wanting to be so smart and intelligent and be able to pose arguments and viewpoints and we have all of these different school of thoughts. And you, it, it's no different than ancient Greece. The schools of Socrates and Plato and Homer and Aristotle. You know, the Bible says that there is nothing new that's under the sun. But she saw that this tree was desirable to make one wise. And she took of its fruit and ate. And how many people know that when you mess up, human nature does... We we never want to go down alone for whatever reason. Yo, you got to be careful. You got to be careful who you hang with. You know what I'm saying? Because next thing you know, you'd be a cold defendant to somebody that you didn't even really, like, what? I was just driving the car. (laughs) People never want to go down on their own. And she also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened. And then they knew that they were naked. And they sowed fig leaves to make themselves coverings. And here we see this this prescription that the adversary uses to come upon us. To attack us. The, The areas that we have to guard our heart. And it's the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes. And the pride of life. It's because of this that sin entered the world and truly with everything that's coming around and people wanting to put their fo- your focus on, on, on their ideologies and what they feel is the greatest ailment and, and they want to pitch their ideas to you and they want you to support them and, and, and their viewpoints and, and they want to gain and, and gather as much support, as much momentum, as much uh, uh, inertia as they can. But the greatest ailment that's plaguing the human race is sin. It's sin. It's the sinful nature that's within us. It's the sinful nature of the lust of the flesh, of the lust of the eyes, of the pride of life that entered into the human race. And it's never let go of us since then. It's, it's, it's like diabetes. It's passed down from generation to generation. We're born into it. Wikipedia Because, you know, we don't use encyclopedias anymore. Wikipedia um, describes sin as an act of transgression against divine or natural order. So whenever we, as a human race, would come against divine natural order, it is declared a sin. It's a transgression against that. Sin can also be viewed as any thought or action that endangers the ideal relationship between an individual and God. Alright? So, any actions, but it's not just within the action. Wikipedia declares it even as in the thought. That would hinder, endanger the ideal relationship between us and God. That's a sin. And so Jesus said, you, assuredly you have heard it said of old that if man commits murder, right, this is what? It's a sin. But assuredly I say unto you, if you have hatred within your heart, within your thoughts to an individual, you've already committed murder. You, you've heard it said of old that you, thou shalt not commit Adultery. But assuredly, I say unto you, if you would just look at another individual with lust in your heart, "Mm mm-mm, shorty be looking good. You've already committed adultery. If you did it in your mind, if you did it in your heart, you don't even have to physically sleep with the individual. If you already played it out in your mind and that fantasy took a hold of you, you're already guilty of adultery. It's what the Bible says. And this is why we have to guard our hearts. This is why, you know, I, when, when I'm ministering to, to, to the men, you know, the first look, that glance, oh man, all right, that one was yours, but if you, if you give it that second glance, that one belongs to the devil. Huh? We have We have free will. And if the spirit man is stronger than the flesh man, we can come up and put those boundaries on. We can put those eyelids on. You know? Oh, oh man. All right, Lord, I'm just gonna keep it moving this way. I'm just gonna, you know, uh 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 I'm gonna think about and 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 where do my mind goes? I always go right back onto my wife. I think about my wife. And if I'm gonna let things happen. Doing it within the sanctity of of the marriage that God provided for me. There is safety. And when we do it God's way, we don't have to fall into those temptations and those lies and those little, you know, uh, treats that the adversary would put before us. Why? Because it's a thought or action that would endanger the ideal relationship that we have between us and God. And shame is what comes and covers us because when we fall out of that and our conscience isn't clean anymore because we know that we fell short and we're gonna fall short. We're gonna fall short. Which is what leads me then into Galatians. Galatians five, nineteen through twenty one kind of outlines for us what what, what the fruit of the flesh is. What is this sinful behaviors and patterns that creep up inside of us? Now the works of the flesh are evident. He's saying that you you don't have to hide them. They're pretty obvious. It's adultery. It's fornication. It's uncleanness. It's lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, Outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revolveries, and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you when time passed. This ain't nothing new. That those who, check this out, this is an important word. Practice. Such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now these things are obvious, right? Sexual immorality, sexual sins, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness. You've got lewdness, idolatry. What's idolatry? You know, we have this, we have this picture that we think that idolatry is going into our home and having a, a statue, a big bronze thing, right? But idolatry goes so much further than that idolatry is you know i i often tell people you know uh, oh no they they tell me oh no you know what rev no i'm spiritual i'm spiritual but you see to me god is and they're going to turn around and they're going to try to give me their description as to who they feel god is or how they think god is and this is their ideology notice the word idol in that this is their ideology who they think God is. You don't have to think who God is to you. God has revealed himself to be who he is. For he is the I am that I am. He don't change. He can't be somebody different to you that he is who he is to himself. And God reveals himself through his word. So the moment that a person turns around and says, Well, I, to me God is, whoa, you've already created an idol in your, in your mind. You don't even have to have it like lifted up in an altar in your home. The idol has already been set up in your heart. You created a God in the image and likeness of yourself. Can I preach this morning? Idolatry. Sorcery. I just want to touch on these. I'm not going to go into, into, into a, a deep discussion, but you know, we think about sorcery, and there's a lot of sorcery that's taking place. Witchcraft, Wicca, um, they, it, it's it's within the gaming systems. It's 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 being planted within our children. Uh, they talk about you know the stones and quartzes and the powers that within and 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 it's a it's a it's a demonic uh, combat in regards to sorcery. But you know what the word sorcery in the Greek? When you read it in the Greek, it's 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 where we get our word pharm- pharmacy, and and it has to do with chemical substance. and 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 an altered state of mind. That's why when when addicts they they go in and they get that first tie and it becomes their chase. They, they've opened up pathways within their souls that they've allowed now demonic influences to be able to come in. And, and so they get high and their minds go into these different places and they see these different things. And they can trip and they can, you know, just be lifted and in an altered state. And the drunkenness which he speaks about. But this pharm- pharmacy, this, this pharmacasia, this is a demonic state of being. And it's so... Difficult to then break those chains of addictions. And I truly can tell you. That the only way that they could truly be broken and set free. Is through the gospel of Jesus Christ. For he is the way, the truth and the life. And all of a sudden when, when we come to him and we hear him. And we receive it and we're delivered. And the shackles break off. He restores us back to a sound mind. And he renews us through the washing of his word we got to push that garbage out and put his word in so that we could truly be cleansed and when we are set free i know because that that fit me i once was blind and now i see i'm gonna move this along we're 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 running out of time we started a little late because of the weather but i want to i want to speak of 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 all of these Fruits, these behavior patterns that are sinful and they're obvious within our lives because you know what? It always leads to destruction. Because you know what? And, 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 and here, this, is, this ought not be a condemning message. I, I don't want anyone feel, feeling condemned. If God is bringing forth conviction in any one of these areas then this is the Holy Spirit saying, hey, we've got some work to do and I'm going to cleanse you. Confess this and watch me. Bring it. Bring it to the altar. But leave it at the feet of Jesus and watch what I do as we break these shackles. But the Bible speaks about, about those that practice such things. It's, it's not this, this falling into. It's not, you know, we have a desire to be righteous and, and live righteous. And, and so we come to church and we do small groups and we do our devotions and we seek God first. And, and, and we worship Him the best way we know how. And the temptations come, and we slip and fall, and we miss his mark, and maybe maybe life was just tough, and you got some bad news, and you went into the workplace, and homeboy just came out of his side of his neck and said some things, and all of a sudden, you know, <clears throat> verbal vomit, and oh God, where did that come from, Lord, Father? deal with me in these areas i'm so sorry and and sometimes we have to make amends and we go to that individual and we say you know what yesterday or the other day you know i i i i I popped off i i really i apologize um didn't mean to that that wasn't me would you please accept my apology my brother And, and we seek to make these things right why why is that so important for us because we're not in the practice of such behaviors but those who are in the practice of these behaviors, they're in this lawlessness, this lewdness. They have no problem cussing out of the mouth. It's, it's patterns and behaviors of their lives. It's acceptable to do the things that they do. And, and they do it out in the public eye and they don't even care because they're the boss of their own world. And this is what the Bible is speaking about. And this is what we need to be careful of because this is what God has delivered us from. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, and in Christ Jesus our Lord. God's plan to heal the sin factor. Hallelujah. For all, 1 John 2.16, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but it is of the world. And you know what? I never even saw this, but as I was studying this out, this was a fresh revelation that the Lord gave to me, and I want to share it with you this morning. Exodus 15, 26. Because you know what? God gave us this solution all the way back into Exodus. And in the 15th chapter, in the 26th verse, he spoke to Moses and said, if, two letters, big word, if, You diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His sight. Give ear to His commandments and keep all His statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians for I am the Lord who heals you. And I never saw this, but you know what? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Is right there within this verse. And you know what? What the way he came against Eve, the way he came against Jesus, and the way John just told us where the areas to guard our hearts, I see God already guarding our hearts right here within this verse. And if has to do with our free will. If we diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and Give ear to His commandments. This is what is able to make us wise. We do not need any other knowledge that's above the knowledge of our Lord and God. We are completely fulfilled. We are completely made whole with the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Do what is right in His sight. This is, this is our actions and this is what's obedient because this is what's pleasant, not in our sight. It's not what, what I see to be pleasurable, the lust of the eyes. We pursue the things that we want, it leads us into trouble. Let us pursue the things that are right in His eyes. Lord God, I don't want to see this world through my eyes, but Lord Father, that I could see this world through Your eyes so that I can see when the adversary is moving, so that I can speak those things that are not as if though they are, so that that I can engage this world, O Lord, and be Your hand extended. I don't want to see the way I used to see. I want to see the way You see. Break my heart for the things that break Your heart. Move me, O Father God, for the things that move you. And ultimately, the discipline of the flesh, he says, to keep all his statutes. There's an emphasis on that word all. I sometimes say, man, this ain't like King Buffet. My pastor, my pastor says that like, you know, this ain't king buffet, you can't you can't just pick a little here and pick a little there and I'm going to pass over that and mm, that don't look too good, but you know, that looks real good. So, you know, I'll take a double of that. No. No. His entire word, his entire law is righteous and is good. And sometimes it is hard and it's difficult and it may go contrary to your desire, but if we heed all of his statutes and walk in obedience to him even when we don't want to it will go well with our soul exodus 15 26 is god's recipe to undo the damage that was done in genesis 3 6 and then the icing of the cake is that the gift of Christ himself who not only is the word of God but provides our spiritual nourishment. But he's also the lamb of God that takes away our sins. So, so the thing that plagues in our humanity is the very essence of what Christ came to deliver us from. It's not global warming. It's not Brexit. It's not building a wall in the south of the border. It's not any of those things. It's the sin in our human nature that Jesus came to deliver us from. The gift of eternal life is in Christ and Christ alone. Hallelujah. And so James 5, 14, 15. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him With oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins. He will be forgiven. He will be forgiven. Whatever sin. Would find itself attached to you. In your life. I'm here to declare to you the word of God. It says if you come to the elders of the church you allow yourself to be anointed with the oil you will be forgiven the peak community church is a young vibrant life-giving church in the heart of Peakskill. come and visit us on sunday mornings 10 a.m at the historic elks club 1038 brown street thank you for listening